Today on Understanding Immigration, Biden's bogus border visit. If there were over 500 border crossings in El Paso alone yep. when the president was there. That, right when he was that, there. That's that, right. How is it possible he doesn't see a single one? Because it was done by design. I mean, his handlers made sure. Look, they, they had to work hard to make sure he didn't see a single illegal alien. In December, just, just a few, few weeks ago, 55,000 total encounters. That's more than 2,000 illegal aliens a day. He didn't see a single one. And what we saw is what they deal with every single day, all day long, and that's illegal aliens trying to illegally in the United States. And that's what we saw. And we saw runners, they were doing everything they can to run, evade, and hide. And look, it's a cat and mouse game. Sometimes we win, we apprehend them, but oftentimes they get away. Coming to you from Washington, D.C., you are now listening to FAIR's Understanding Immigration Podcast. Hello, folks, and welcome into Understanding Immigration. Today with me, I have former Acting Commissioner of Customs and Border Protection, Mark Morgan, also a fair senior fellow. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I tell you what, though, the, the Biden's uh, bogus border crisis, that, that's that's a word. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you could say that again. But I mean, I, I would say almost accurate it based is. off of what it we saw. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. I mean, you've been to the border a few times. Yeah. I mean, do, do you even keep track of that anymore? How many times I you go down to the border? It's too many. It's too many. I can tell you, even though uh, I'm officially retired from governmental service, I've been to the border a heck of a lot more than our president has who created this crisis. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. I'm sure a heck of a lot more times than Mayorkas as well. Huh? Absolutely. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, we know, all know you'd be doing a better job in that spot right now. Uh, so we have some previous video from one of your trips that you just had. I think it was last month you went out there. Yep. Uh, tell us about where you were. Yeah, so I went to El Paso, the uh, same spot that President Biden went recently, because even though it shifts, El Paso is one of nine sectors along the southwest, or, uh, southwest border, but right now it's one of the busiest. And so, uh, and actually, I used to live there. Uh, when I was with the FBI, I was actually a special agent in charge of the FBI's El Paso office. So I know the area well, and I went there to see firsthand again exactly what's happening there. Of course, of course. And I mean, a firsthand perspective, that's really what we wanted the president right. to get. Do you think that president got a good firsthand perspective when he was down there? <laughs> yeah, that's an absolute no. Yeah, yeah, I can believe that. I can yeah. believe that. Well, we do have some firsthand footage here, uh, some couple videos that you tagged along with us here. So number one, let me look at this. It looks like, uh, were you in the helicopter here, or is uh, this something? I was. Typically see. Okay. I was in a helicopter. Okay, fantastic. So we'll take a look here. What's going on in this? And video? if I can, so I was yeah. actually embedded with Texas DPS, their elite aircraft division, mm. uh, for for this time period. And what we're seeing right now uh, is that when we saw the helicopter, it's in the Mount Crystal Rea area. It's right mm. on the border, and really, it's it's in a, it's in a highly populated area, uh, both on the Mexican side and U.S. side. In fact, uh, the University of Texas El Paso is very nearby. Mm. And what we saw is what they deal with every single day, all day long, and that's illegal aliens trying to illegally in the United States. And that's what we saw. And we saw runners, they were doing everything they can to run, evade, and hide. And look, it's a cat and mouse game. Sometimes we win, we apprehend them, but oftentimes they get away. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, when you run into people, is it every time you're able to see someone, they you, you're able to apprehend them? Or is there a lot of the time where they end up getting away, unfortunately? Like a lot of times they end up getting away. And that's a real good question. That's something that I think a lot of Americans don't understand. In the last 24 months, almost 24 months in this administration, and another record of many that they've shattered is the number of gotaways, those that illegally enter and get away. Because our resources are pulled off the line, processing millions of illegal aliens, literally handing operational control over to the cartels. And we're at about 1.4 million total gotaways in the first wow. 24 months. 
I mean, there, there hasn't been a, a, a 24 months in the history of our country where we've seen that many Godaways. El Paso, again, just one of nine sectors. Last December, just this last month, they had over 32,000 Godaways in El Paso alone. One of nine wow. sectors. Wow. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. And That's I mean, right. what that you said over the last 24 months. So I mean, we've had what three months after that estimate came out. That's How right. many more? I mean, we've probably had at least 0.2, 0.3 million more Godaways. That's right. Come the, this the the first uh, we'll, we'll probably see the first 90 days of this fiscal year. Uh, it's been well over 170,000 Godaways just in the first 90 days of this fiscal year. We're actually on pace for the entirety. If we keep going, it's going to be a million Godaways in just this coming fiscal year. Oh, wow. A million. That's a lot of people. There there, there are multiple states in in our country that their entire state's population is less than a million. There's multiple countries out there that have higher populations of that that are coming in. And I mean, we have people from all over the place coming in, over 160 different countries. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, have you met people from all different types of nationalities, countries coming across the border? Absolutely. And look, that's one of many factors why we say that, one, this is about border security. This isn't about immigration, as, as this White House and open border advocates kind of falsely tell American people about, right? Because if they make it about immigration, and then if you're against what's happened on the southwest border, well, therefore, you're against immigration, therefore, you're a racist and you hate brown people, right? Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a lie. It's a false narrative. This is about border security, which is about national security. And one element of that, Ron, is, is, is what you just said. We receive illegal aliens from 160 different countries. This is a national security issue. Without a doubt. I mean, if the majority of people are coming to the United States, there has to be something going off in their heads that's telling them that there's an open border, some reason why they should be coming right now as opposed to any other. That's right. It's very clear, and it's because this administration has said it's Ali Ali income free. You set one foot in American soil, we're going to release you, never be heard from again. Another stat, too. So last fiscal year, uh, uh, Customs Border Protection encountered 98 illegal aliens on the FBI's terror screening database. 98. Another record shattered, by the way. That's more than the last five, six years combined. And now think about it. That's what they apprehended. Think about the number of potential illegal aliens on the FBI's terror screening database among the 1.234 million gotaways. Think about that. I mean, literally, it's not hyperbolic. Ron, to say we could have the next terror sleeper cell in the United States plan the next terrorist attack, and we would have no idea. And I mean, I don't think it's too far off to say those 98 that got caught aren't the smart ones who are going to be planning the operations. Those are stuck in the gotaways. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, of course, of course. Now, you know, when we see these people at the border, you know, obviously we talked about it, you know, you had the, on the airplane, we, on the helicopter going in, you're able to see the people in the mountain ranges and you go down. Once we actually process those people, you shared an interesting video with me here. Something I want to show is that I'm not sure if this is outside of an actual processing facility or not, but I noticed this airplane that you sent. Yeah. Yeah, this was coming along. And it looks like, I mean, Given, you know, we just had the holidays, I don't think that I've seen an airplane this full before. What's going on here? Yeah, so what you're seeing right now, it's a a bait-and-switch move that they're doing, right, to really avoid the political optics of releasing more illegal aliens, because this is what happens. That's why it's at night. That's Exactly, exactly. Although I tell you, I saw some planes during the day, too. I mean, Mm. we saw multiple plane loads uh, during during a a, a 24-hour period. And so here's how it works. So illegal alien comes, Border Patrol processes them, and then releases them. And they release them to local communities who then go to local NGOs, non-governmental organizations, who then give them free food and clothing and a plane ticket anywhere the illegal alien wants to go. Oh, by the way, at taxpayers' expense, it's funded through FEMA, another shell game that they're playing. It's very important. Well, what happens is, is that the shelters get full. And all of a sudden, that's how we saw in El Paso, by the way, except they cleaned it up for President Biden. You saw multiple homeless illegal aliens because all the shelters were full and there's nowhere to go, even though we had freezing temperatures that were coming. And so what they started to do, and they've been doing for a little while, 
wild is, is they're filling up seven, 747s full of illegal aliens that haven't been processed yet. They're just literally, they've apprehended them. They're putting them on the tarmac. They're still handcuffed. So all those people weren't being processed. Correct. What, oh. what was happening was not at the time. They were putting them on a plane and then flying them to other areas along the southwest border to be processed to alleviate the, the bad perception of NGO shelters overcrowded or homeless illegal aliens on the streets of El Paso. It's oh, a shell game. Gosh. Of course. And, you know, we have border crossings, you know, legal border crossings all over the country. You're saying they're shipping them all over the place. You know, are they keeping them down south? Are they shipping them up north? I mean, where, where are all these processes? For the majority, what you'll see in those planes, they're still shipping them to other places, uh, you know, uh, border communities and, 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 and nearby. But some of them are going a little bit further, maybe to San Antonio, something a little bit further uh, into the United States. But again, it's it's all a shell game. It's it's not substance. They're not trying to stop illegal immigration flow. They're not trying to then have our ability to more effectively secure our border. They're just covering up the problem. That's all it is. And they're hiding it from the American people. Yeah. Speaking of hiding it from people, I want to take a little clip. Uh, you know, after all, we're talking about Biden's bo- bogus border trip here, you know. I love so that. Let's take a- <laughs> it's, it's so accurate. It's so accurate. Seriously, seriously. I mean, no one knew what was going on there. Right here we have a video courtesy of USA Today. So, you know, want to make sure we give them their credit here. Right. Uh, so we have an overview of President Biden's trip. Now, of course, we have Air Force One landing on the tarmac there in El Paso. Let me find my mouse here. Okay. And uh, we're going to play this video here and show a little bit about what he did. So obviously they pull out here. Is this sort of a similar scene as you would see, you know, at the airport? I guess there's not a lot of migrants coming around, but yeah. it looked like there were a lot on the tarmac before. Like during the right. day, you would see these. Right, kind of right. Trips. You sure were. He sure uh, they, they didn't allow him to see that same plane that I saw mm. on the similar tarmac, right? Same yeah. base, by the way, filled with illegal aliens. So that's number one. It's a good point. So it was a, if it was a normal day of the week, probably over this uh, gentleman's right shoulder over here, we'd probably be seeing just a plane of people just getting on. Yep, getting on, getting that's on. exactly it's right. Endless. It's endless. Yep, Ron, it's a good point. I, you know what? I even thought about that till you showed that to me, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, if all these people are coming in, there has to be something. And, you know, something I thought was curious about this before we go any further in this video was I believe there were over 500 border crossings in El Paso alone yep. when the president was there. That, right when he was that, there. That's that, right. How is it possible he doesn't see a single one? Because it was done by design. I mean, his handlers made sure, look, <clears throat> this would have been, they, they had to work hard yeah. to make sure he didn't see a single illegal alien. Again, I'll go back to in December, just, just a few few weeks ago, 55,000 total encounters in El Paso sector alone. 55,000, 32,000 gotaways. That's more than 2,000 illegal aliens a day. He didn't see a single one. And there, there's some irony to that as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so think about it. So he's, he's walking along the wall. One, the uh, Secret Service allowed him. That. Let's throw that up. Yeah. Here. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you want to give this full perspective. Here. Yeah, so it's, it's just, yeah. it, you, you know what? I first laugh. It, it, you got to laugh or, or you're going to cry. But when you see the video, first mm-hmm. of all, he's walking alongside a wall because Secret Service felt, you know what? <clears throat> it's safe, right, for the president yeah. to be there. And why? Because there's a wall there. Another thing, while he's there, he didn't see a single illegal alien. Why? Because walls work. Oh, my right? God. Right? Yeah, I mean, the yeah. hypocrisy, right? But but number two is then then later on, he went to a, a, a NGO, a shelter, one of yeah. several in El Paso. Those, those shelters on average see 500 to 1,000 illegal aliens on a daily basis. Yeah. Didn't see a single one. 
El Paso, just 24 hours before, the streets were littered with, with homeless illegal aliens because all the shelters were over capacity. And now he doesn't, the, the streets are completely clean, not a single homeless illegal alien, the shelters are empty, and he didn't see a single illegal alien win. If he would have went just a little bit to the right or left where he would have saw, saw the wall that no longer being built because he stopped it, he would have seen illegal aliens flowing in. So in your professional perspective here, what do you think happened to all these people? I mean, they were sitting on the streets, they were inside of these facilities, and now nothing. I mean, that, are they dispersed inside the United States? Are they put in other facilities? Look, I don't know what they did with them, but I know that something intentionally was done to sanitize uh, what was happening in El Paso and so that he wouldn't see it. But again, literally, all he had to do, look, there, there, the, the next day there was a Senate congressional delegation that went down there, bipartisan, by the way, yeah. and gosh, guess what they saw? Illegal aliens. How about that? Yeah, how, how about, about that? that? Right. Uh, I mean, they were they were along. I mean, they were along a border wall. They That's were right. still able to see the wall, and That's I right. mean, people are still coming over, coming right. over. I mean, I could give you a, a million examples. I mean, they literally could have brought him, brought him back to a safe and secure area and to a vehicle that has a, a sophisticated technology and shown him images of drones that they're flying. And he could have sent illegal aliens, and he could have asked where. And he says, "Well, it's about a hundred yards that way." I mean, there's multiple options that they could have done, so he could have easily seen the real problem. Look, at first, I was hopeful. Look, and, and I get it. All the critics just say, look, he should have done it two years ago. I believe that too, and that's fair. But hey, let, let's, let's, let's think moving forward. He was going to the epicenter. He's going to El Paso, one of the busiest sectors. I had hope. And within a few minutes, that hope was dashed because, as you said, it was completely bogus. Of course, of course. Now, do you know anyone personally, aside from the president, of course, who has been down to this El Paso border sector and has not seen a single no, illegal alien? No, don't. Not a one. And I've been there several times. Okay. It, it, you can't. Again, you have to work hard to intentionally not see. Well, look, when, when your daily average is around 2,000 illegal aliens every yeah. single day, again, you have to work hard at not seeing it. And look, it's, and it's not just about what he didn't see. It's also about what did he hear? That's also important, too. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, what did he see? What did he hear that was different than the average person? Yeah. Because, you know, when you see people in front of you, when you hear their stories, when you know all these things are coming over, all these different things are being done, it has to change your perspective on the entire situation. It does. And look, and, and I know the people both at the port of entry, uh, the, the officers, the those in blue. I, I knew a couple of gentlemen, the, the, the guys with two stars on their shoulders. They were talking to him most of the time. I know a couple of the border patrol agents that, mm -hmm. that were standing next to him as he's walking along, uh, walk, walking walking along the wall. I know them to be true professionals, consummate, uh, dedicated uh, public servants. And I know if they were given the opportunity, they would have been honest with the president. But I really that that really is, is on the president's shoulder to 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 make sure that he is creating an environment where where he tells them, I need you to be honest with me. Because I tell you, look, love him or hate him. President Trump did that. I, I, I've been with President Trump multiple times on the border. And I can tell you, I said I said whatever I wanted to. I told him the truth. He wanted to hear the truth. He didn't care what his handlers were saying he should or shouldn't do or what we should say or shouldn't say. None of that mattered. I never had any of that. I was able to have a frank, open, honest discussion with him on every single time I met him about border security. So the question is, did President Biden do the same thing? Because if he would have, here's what I know he would have heard from those border patrol agents specifically. Mr. President, the border is not secure. Mr. President, we do not have operational control. Mr. President, we are overwhelmed. Mr. President, the cartels have operational control over large areas of the southwest border. Mr. President, the policies in play right now are not working. We need to have policies that apply consequences. Right now, 
There is no consequence to anyone illegally entering the border. They're being released, which is what they want. The Remain in Mexico program worked. The Safe Third Country uh, agreements we had with all three northern countries worked. At the time, uh, Mexico had stepped up, and they were participating in this as the regional crisis is in uh, to, to measures they never have before. Mm-hmm. That's what he would have heard. Yeah, and now we hear Mexico. I think it was Amlo just said just yesterday when he was talking about it. He said, you know, President Biden, we appreciate you so much for not building one meter of border wall. Now, you know, you know, a little more than a yard, obviously. We're right. in America. You know, right, think, right. But, you know, it, not building a single inch of border wall to try to stop this crisis. You would think, you know, this is why people wanted him to go down to the border, why they wanted him to see what's going right. on. So there right. would be some kind of a perspective switch from what he saw, what he heard down there, and he's just not going to be able to get it now. That's exactly right. Because, look, first of all, so he goes down there. I think he spent 17,000 hours in office right now. He spent about three down on the border. Mm. But he spends two days in Mexico. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just it, it just doesn't add up. And then he doesn't even hold a formal press conference on our own border. Right. After talking to the men and women on our front lines, protecting our our safety and our national security. He doesn't even hold a live press conference, but he does get a reporter that shouts out, hey, what were you told? And what does he say? And this is why I, I know that that either he, he, he didn't create the forum to hear the truth or he's ignoring. It. He says, well, they need a lot of resources. And we're going to get it to them, right? Well, first of all, I haven't met a man or woman that wears a badge, right, that isn't going to ask for more resources, right? I've been there, and I always ask for more resources. Do they need more resources? Of course. And we could talk about that, you know, uh, for the next hour. But that's not the issue. And the president knows it. You could throw all the resources you want at it. The issue is policies. The issue is that this president, at the end of his pen, uh, enacted 90 executive orders that dismantled every effective tool and authority and border security uh, policy that we had in place. This president, at the end of his pen, took the most secure border in our lifetime and intentionally unsecured it. And guess what? That happened with the same amount of resources. When President Biden took over, resources didn't change. He had the same number of agents, same number of officers, same number of wall because he stopped building it. But yet we have the worst catastrophic crisis in our lifetime. What changed? Policy. Of course, of course. And, you know, to put a bow on this and, you know, to really put this in perspective, I think it was really summed up a couple months ago when he was asked by uh, Peter Ducey from Fox. He said, you know, well, previously when he didn't go down to the border, he said, you know, why, why have you been to the border? What's what's the deal? And Biden says there's more important things going on. More, he just doesn't yep. care. He more just more doesn't important care. things going on. And then in his, his speech last week, the, 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 he, he had a different take, though. He said some nonsensical thing like he was waiting for the, the, the decision on Title 42 before he went down to the border during his speech. I'm like, what did that... That had nothing to do with the president going down and, and being in the epicenter of the worst self-inflicted crisis that we've seen in our lifetime on the southern border. It was nonsensical, and quite frankly, it was just a lie to the American people. Probably wanted to make sure before he made more open borders policy that there wasn't going to be an open border already with Title 42 yeah. getting dissolved, right? <laughs> exactly. right? Well, you know, we appreciate everyone listening to the podcast today. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course, you can listen to us on Rumble, on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple, on Google. Anywhere you get podcasts, feel free to download and listen. You can follow us on at FAIR on Facebook, FAIR Immigration on Twitter, and FAIR Immigration on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in.